Praise God, man. And welcome back to Growing in His Word. I'm Pastor Joseph. Listen, the book of Acts is spreading like a disease, man, and it's radical because this was the exact same church that started in Israel. It started uh, with the disciples, and Jesus is using these men radically like no one's ever seen before. And here we see relief of Judea coming. This is what the, the, the Bible talks about. Herod's violence to the church is coming. The persecution is creeping up. And Peter's going to be freed from the prison soon. And we see last week we left off where Barnabas and Saul were at Antioch. It's going to be a blessing today. And God bless you guys, man. And welcome to Growing in His Word. It was radical because last week we were talking about the same chapter that Peter, when he defended God's grace and how it carried over from chapter 10 and chapter 11, how important it was for believers and non-believers and people even that we don't know get along with each other and love one another and have peace with one another. Listen, it's about Jesus. It's about growing in His Word and understanding God's direction in your life. Listen, we believers, we go through so much in life and even on this podcast, we've talked about it before, how trials and how things creep up in life. But we got to press on and we have to understand that Jesus Christ is still on the throne no matter what. We got to press on, man. We can't be caught up in problems and stereotypes and prejudice. And th- Jesus said everybody's equal. And that's what this message is about equality, how we are all together in one accord. And Jesus is our shepherd, and we must follow his path in our life. Isn't that a blessing? Father, we come before you, Lord, as we finish the book of Acts, chapter 11. Lord, we just want to say thank you for just the the things that you've given us today, Father. Lord, speak to us through your Holy Spirit. Lord, we ask this in your name, Jesus. Amen. God bless you guys, and welcome back to Growing in His Word. I'm Joseph. Listen, the Messianic church is growing, man. To me, it's the Messianic church. When a Jew believes in Jesus, they receive Jesus, they become Messianic. They don't lose their heritage, but they become a Messianic for Jesus. Wow, what an amazing time we're going to have. Peter is going to defend God's grace. But we left off last week where, uh, you know, Cornelius basically... Peter met Cornelius and he preached in his household and he talked about the beautiful things of believers and how we're equal and how we can eat different foods and different things and different, you know, our culture can co-mingle and and eat, you know, things that are not uh, unclean, that are made cleansed by the blood of Christ. It's amazing, man, because we're free. We talked about what is your gift? What is your gift? God's given us gifts. Listen, man. He, we talked about that in verse 16. He said, Then I remember the word of the Lord, how he said, John indeed is baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit. If therefore God gave them the same gift as he gave us when he believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I could withstand God? When they heard these things, they became silent, and they glorified God, saying, Then God has also granted to the Gentiles repentance to life. That was the key we talked about last week. It was repentance, love, mercy, restoration, and enduring God's word. Isn't it radical? It's it's amazing. 
There's so much drama going on in this world right now, but the most important thing that we have to realize that is God is in control of every situation. We gotta relax, take 10 steps back, breathe and say, Lord Jesus, what do you wanna do with me and how do you wanna use me? And we gotta be available. Being available is what God has called us to be, man. Look at gifts, we are given gifts. Here, this gift is the Holy Spirit. God is saying, look, I'm going to give you my helper, the Holy Spirit. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, it's so amazing that the Holy Spirit can aid you, be with you, fill you to the top, man. Fill you with his love, his mercy, his compassion, give you wisdom and teach you to go forward and carry on God's message of hope. And that is salvation. Listen, then there's the gifts that Corinthians talks about. And the spiritual gifts in unity, in diversity. It talks about that. Listen, it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, it says, in verse 4, it says, There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works in all in all. Listen, verse 7 says, But the manif- manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. So we're together. We don't go out and we take our gift and we just throw it at people. and Oh, yeah, right, I scored. It's all about me. No, the gifts are used to build up the church. It's amazing. Aren't you excited that you're part of that? It's it's. I mean, it's, it's exciting. God's working it in all of us. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. To another, the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gift of healings by the same Spirit. People have so many different gifts, but the Holy Spirit is here for us. He's never leaving us. Jesus Christ left His Holy Spirit with us when He departed. And He's with us. We are seated, the Bible says in Ephesians, we are seated with Christ, spiritually. Seriously, we don't got to worry anymore. I I mean, even myself, I get caught up sometimes in in drama or little things. And I'm like, what what am I doing here? What am I doing? Trust in the Lord. Listen, it's about trusting in Jesus. Eyes on the Lord. Eyes on the prize. And we won't get tangled in our emotions. Listen, the Bible says our emotions change, but God's word never returns void. We must stay on the word of God. Listen. Chapter 11 of Acts. We left off in verse 19. It says, Now those who were scattered... After the persecution that arose over Stephen, traveled as far as Phoenicia and Cyprus and Antioch, preaching the word to no one but the Jews only. Listen. But some of them were men from Cyprus and Cyrene, who, when they had come to Antioch, spoke to the Hellenists, preaching to the Lord Jesus. You see, Antioch, it was named, basically it was the city of uh, you know, of many people, man. It attracted various cultures and ethnic backgrounds, including people from Persia and India. And guess what, man? Even China. <laughs> God loves the Chinese, too. The gospel proclaimed 
was in Antioch, would basically, it led, it was tremendous. It had potential for reaching so many people in areas of the world because the city, check this out, was culturally diverse. And that's what we need. Diversity. Jesus can reach all lives. Every human. It's about Jesus. It's not about us. As soon as we remember that, it's the faster we get on with our life and understand that our plans are not ours, but Jesus' plans are different. But that city wasn't controlled by one religious group. They were more open. It made it more open to hear the truth of the gospel. And basically, Barnabas was nicknamed the son of encouragement by the apostles, man. And that's what we need to do. We need to be more encouraging. And so, you know, this is a radical chapter, man. I'm sorry to get excited. We see, and the hand of the Lord was with them. You see that where, where in verse 21 says, And the hand of the Lord was with them. Chapter 11. Okay. And a great number believed and turned to the Lord. That's the key. A big number and a bunch of people turned to the Lord. Then listen to this. Verse 22 says, Then news of these things came to, to the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent out Barnabas to go, fo- to go as far as Antioch. When he came, when he came, and he had seen the grace of God. I got to slow down when you say grace because Jesus Christ is all about grace and mercy, man. We can't forget that. Sometimes I hear these pastors on the pulpit and they're like, they scare me. You're going to burn in hell. For what, man? What do they do? You didn't, uh, you didn't tithe enough. Oh, dude, you got to get, you got to get off me, man. I mean, come on. You wonder why nobody goes to church anymore? It's because a lot of believers, they, 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 they judge others and we can't judge others for who they are. Or what they are, what they've been through. It's illegal. It's political. Enjoy the grace of God in mercy. Quit pulling the trigger on judging. This is the problem. Remember what Barnabas's nickname was. It's 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 encouragement. And verse twenty three says, When he came he had seen the grace of God, he seen the grace. Man, he didn't see the <laughs> beat you down with the whatever it is. He was glad. And what? And what does it say? Encouraged. We need to encourage one another. He encouraged them all that with purpose of heart they should continue with the Lord, not give up. We can't give up. If we give up, then we're done. We got to continue with the Lord because He's given us grace and mercy and hope and love. Why would we give up? But when we don't read our Bibles, we get sent away and we start getting back to our flesh. That's the problem today, believers. When we stop reading the Bible, we, we get our eyes off Jesus. We start getting our eyes on ourselves, and then the enemy comes in, he lies to us, he puts in our mind, you can just drink one beer, you'll be okay, you know, one beer, then another one, then another one, You want to, then you want to smoke something crazy, you want to do something different, you don't start to see the way you think, 
And we get our eyes off the prize, we, get our, we, we start to lose focus on what God's called us to do in this life. And, and it's not good. Look, it happens to the best of us. So many pastors have eaten it and gone down that road. I remember years ago, man. Uh, bakers and all of them. Yeah, I'm saying it. They got arrested for fraud, all that. You know, listen, God knows our heart. He really does. That's why I will never ask for a penny on growing in His Word. Growing in His Word is sponsored in, by the Holy Spirit. How can you rob the Holy Spirit? You know what happened to Ananias and Sapphira? They died. I'm not stupid. Listen, Jesus is free. Because who the Son sets free is free indeed. The Word of God is free. Believers, non-believers, understand this program is free. And God loves you. He wants you to have a personal relationship with Him. Listen, I'm encouraging you because this is the purpose of the heart they should continue what the Lord says. And verse 24 says, For He was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and faith of faith. Wow! There's the key. There's the key. We can't just read through this. Full of the Holy Spirit. Are you full of the Holy Spirit? Are you? Are you full of yourself? That's the question. Let's read that again, slowly. When he came and had seen the grace of God, he was glad. And he and encouraged them all that with purpose of heart, they should continue with the Lord. Don't give up. Verse 24. For he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. And, listen, you're going to love this. And a great, and listen, a great many people were added to the Lord. What is it about? What are we put on earth to do? It's to be a, be the light, encourage one another, bring people to Jesus, and lead them to the Lord and add many souls to God. It's about Jesus it's not about nothing else. Listen, make this clear. I'm going to make this clear to the whole world. It isn't about China. It's not about any countries. It's about Jesus. It's about Jesus. It's about our Father in heaven and us getting a relationship with Jesus, learning how to shape our bodies and our minds like taffy and curl it into the Holy Spirit and be, and be one with Jesus. Have a one-on-one relationship with Jesus. Amazing. And I'm excited. I'm sorry. I'm going to die. We're all going to die. But at least we know we have a home that is heaven. And Jesus is our shepherd. He is our father. And we love others. Listen, we don't need to judge others. We don't need to judge Hindus, Muslims, Jews. Whatever religion you think. We don't just be the light. Let Christ in you be the light. Show the, le- the, the non-believers and the believers that Jesus is the only way, the only truth, the only high priest. He is our advocate father. He is our papa. He's our, he's our God. Trust in Him. And that's what we need to do. Trust in the Holy Spirit. And forget about it. Be like an Italian. Forget about it. Just move on. And press on to the high goal 
the high price called Jesus Christ. He is our God. And don't ask for money. <laughs> Give money to non-believers. Give what the Lord puts on your heart to someone that's hurting. This is the love of Christ in you that compels you to be like Jesus. I want to be like Jesus. Amen? And so verse 24 says, For he was a good man. But listen, it's not about goods. We can't work our way. Remember that. And he was an encourager. You see? The purpose of, of this heart describes, it's a, it resolves the will to make up one's mind about one thing. There was that, the resolve here was basically to remain with the Lord Jesus. And many people were at it. Amen? And so now we see, we see Barnabas, how he's going to depart to seek Saul because Barnabas was sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. God was able to bring Saul of Tarshish to his mind again. And the disciples in Jerusalem were afraid of Saul and refused to believe that he was a disciple. And Barnabas, however, had defended Saul before the apostles. Remember in chapter in verse in chapter nine, and so then Barnabas departed from Tarsus to seek Saul, and when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. So it was that for a whole year they assembled with the church and taught a great many people, and the disciples were first called Christians in Antioch. There's where the Christians became Christians. This is where this is where it happened. You see, we were always, in Hebrews, were always messianic, meaning they were Jews, Hebrews, that accepted the Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, that gave them the right to be called a messianic with their heritage. And today there's a very large Messianic congregation in, in Israel. And I pray for Israel. In fact, we need to pray for Israel every day. Because Jesus Christ is the only thing that's going to bring peace in Israel. The only thing. It's amazing. The church is being born. It's it's crazy, man. This is the church that 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 was being born. God is moving the Hebrews out of their comfort zone. He's bringing them into different parts of the lands. He's bring he's introducing the gospel. He's 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 using them to to spread the word of Jesus Christ in a city that's booking man with different cultures. Jesus Christ wants the glory, and this is how he's doing it. He's making himself known through a carnation of different uh, families and different. Uh, uh, different races and different spaces. Isn't it amazing how us believers, we must be sensitive to other cultures. We must. I encourage you, go out to different restaurants and eat different cultured foods and love others and say, hi, wonderful, cool, amazing, and share your love of Jesus with them. Say, hey, God bless you. I want to come here and, hey, you know, guess what, man? The book of Acts says in, you know, Acts chapter 11 that, you know, the apostles went out, man, and they met these different cultures, people, and Chinese, and blah, 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 and go out there and show them the love of Christ. Go get some Chinese food and tell them Jesus loves you. <laughs> and give them a good tip. <laughs> 
Listen, man, I'm excited because Jesus is real and he wants a relationship with you. But you got to say, yes, I want this. Listen, we're coming to verse 27 where the relief of Judea is coming. And so, and it says, and in these days, prophets came from Jerusalem to Antioch. Then one of them named Agabus stood up and showed by the spirit that there was going to be a great famine throughout all the world which also happened in the days of Claudius Caesar. Remember that. Verse 29 says, Then the disciples, each according to his ability, determined to send relief to brethren dwelling in Judea. They knew things were happening and they came out together and helped one another. Listen, this they also did and sent it to the elders by the hands of Barnabas and Saul. Listen, I want to share something with you. And we can see where the love, the Conanian, the help, the famines are coming, things are popping, and guess what? Guess what? You guys ready for this? They came together. They came together and they helped one another because that's what it's about, coming together and helping one another. Listen, the test of knowing Jesus Christ is really about coming together and helping one another. Listen, First John talks about the test of knowing Him, and it says it. In chapter 1, verse 3, it says, or chapter 2, verse 3, it says, Now by this we know that we know him if we, what? Keep his commandments. He who says, I know him and does not keep his commandments is a liar. And the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. Listen, that's how we know we're in him. He who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he has walked. Listen, the apostles are trying to show the love and mercy and help others. It's about helping others. The Holy Spirit uh, talks about this. John 14, 16. It's the Holy Spirit is our helper. He understands the truth of God's word. Here, listen to this. We got to understand that Jesus represents us as our advocate with the Father to plead our cause in heaven's court. And Satan, on the other hand, is the accuser. He wants to tell us, don't help others. Be greedy and selfish. And and don't, you know, this and that. But it's about loving others. These apostles were loving others and they seen the famine. They seen what was going on and they want to now stretch out their hand. Listen, we're going to see the church being persecuted next week, even by, by Herod. He's going to put violence to the church because persecution is, being, is what being part of a Christian is about. Us believers are persecuted all the time for no reason. And listen, hey, Jesus said, don't worry, count it all joy. It's about, you know, it's being content where you are. And God wants to show you. He's, he's going to bless you. Listen. And it's, here's the test, man. And they're giving it out. They're helping people. Listen, it says in John, 1 John, Do not love the world. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. How can you call yourself a believer if you love the things in the world? For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride, it's... It's the pride of life. It's not of the Father, but it's of the world. And the world is passing away, man, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. There's power 
in Jesus. You know, it's it's we're coming to the end where we have to make a decision. Are we living for Jesus? Are we living for ourselves? Are our eyes on the prize? Are we reading God's word? Pastor, I don't understand. Well, yeah, read First John. You'll understand there's going to be deception in the last hour. The Antichrist is coming. Even now many Antichrists have come, and by which we know that it is the last hour. <laughs> they went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been with us, they would have continued with us. And that's what it's talking about in Acts right here, chapter 11. We've got to continue with the Lord. We, Jesus Christ will separate the, the wolves from the sheep. He will separate the goat, goats from the sheep. He will separate the wheats from the tares. We just got to keep our eyes on the prize, Jesus Christ, and not worry about other people. We don't have to worry about other problems. We don't have to worry about other things. We just need to worry where God wants us. This is what Jesus has called us to do. Worry about where Jesus wants us to be in His will, not ours. Listen, the Holy Spirit is radical. God's word is the proof that we love God. Keeping his word is the proof. We must keep his word. When we love our brothers, we will live without stumbling. Love is the key. We are not to love the world or the things of the world. And we cannot love the world and love God also. They're contrary to another. You can't, a tree can't bear good fruit and a, and a bad tree together. Listen, Jesus is in love with you. And last but not least, the outworking of love that, that they're talking about in Acts chapter 11 is simply this. It's referring to 1 John chapter 3. You see, by this we know love. You know, I'm, be, listen to this. Be, before I go on, I'm going to show you. Before I go on, I only have, we only have a few more minutes. But what I'm trying to show you is what they're doing by helping one another. The church, the early church, we need to get back to the basics. Or we're going to lose what Christ has caused the church to do. Listen. This. Here, here comes the key ingredient that we're talking about in the end of the chapter of Acts chapter 11. Listen, it's right here when they're helping. Which now let's scoot it back to 1 John chapter. Let's, let's go to chapter 3, verse, verse 16. By this we know love, because he laid down his life for us. And we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Meaning, but whoever has this world's goods and sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? This is what's going on. This is what we see. My dear little children, listen, my little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And by this we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. For if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence toward God, and whatever we ask, we receive from Him, because we keep His commandments and do the things that we are that are pleasing in His sight. And this is His commandment, that we should believe on the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as He gave us His commandment. Wow, amazing. This is what it's about. Loving one another, forgiving one another, Resting in the hope of Jesus Christ and knowing that we have a future in Jesus. Knowing that God is here for us. Listen, I want to speak to you now. 
from my bottom of my heart, Jesus Christ told me in my heart to tell you that he loves you and that he will always be there for you no matter what. No matter what we go through as believers and non-believers, you know, it's for a non-believer, it's hard to understand what I'm saying because you don't understand because you're not born of the Holy Spirit. But if you were born of the Holy Spirit, you would understand that we are a family and we love each other. And no matter what happens, God is in control and we can go before Him no matter what in this life and say, look, Lord, forgive us for our sins. I'm a sinner. I love you, Jesus. I want to follow you. And if you want to follow Jesus, all you have to do is say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I'm a sinner. I want to repent right now and follow you, Lord. I want to be born again. I want your Holy Spirit to come in me. I believe that you are Jesus, God, and that you died on the cross and were raised on the third day. This is what Jesus wants. If you believe this, then you are part of the family. And there is therefore no condemnation in your life. But these apostles were making it very, very well known that it's about loving others and loving Jesus giving on to other others, blessing others with what you have because you can't take it with you. And yeah, you can't send a donation to me because we don't accept if you're not growing in his word. <laughs> Father, we come before you, Lord. We do thank you for this time and growing in his word. And as we study your chapter next week, Lord, we do see the persecution coming. And Father, you have laid it down for us to understand that there will be persecution, Lord. And we love you, Jesus. And we know that it's temporarily until you return, Father. Lord, I want to lift up uh, other pastors that are preaching your gospel. Lord, give them wisdom. Give them your love. Continue to bless the other churches. Lord, we thank you for growing in this word. And we love you, Jesus. Amen. God bless you guys. Listen, growing in his word was sponsored by the Holy Spirit, empowered by Jesus Christ. God loves you guys. We're going to hit next week. We're going to just bless you next week with the persecution because guess what? There's going to be something good that comes out of persecution. There always is. It tests our faith and it gives us hope. Listen, God loves you guys and so do I. May God bless you guys this week. And God bless Israel. And as we continue to pray for Israel, we pray for both sides. We pray that there's peace in Israel. We pray that God intervenes in Israel. And Lord, we pray that your gospel reaches the whole world. In Jesus' name, God bless you guys. And God bless the United States. And God bless the whole world.